Have you heard about the guys over at Chinook Seedery? They are the only sunflower seed company that is taking the time to connect with college athletes and trying to help them build their brand. They have eight flavors from mild to wild with way less salt and no sandpaper tone. So check them out today over at ChinookSeedery.com. Hit hard to the gap in left center field. Back goes Hokinson, and that's gone. A two-run shot to left for Ethan Lejay, and it's now Ole Miss extending the lead in this top of the ninth against. Swung on ground ball through the left side base hit. One run will score. Here comes McCants. The throw in is cut off, and the Rebels go up six to one. Big at bat for Ethan Lejay. Good day for him. Yo, what is up, everybody? It is time for the Unoffed Bench podcast. I am Daniel Ball, and I'm joined as always by my co host, my partner in crime, my brother from another mother, Jim Cross. Jim, we got so many episodes going on this week. It's just me and you tonight. We got the full house on Wednesday, but you and Mike have a special episode tomorrow night. So we got a lot going on, but I don't want to bypass tonight's episode. Tonight is episode 20 called Adamville's Finest because tonight we're talking to Ole Miss baseball star Ethan Leger. Man, let's get right to it. Help me welcome on to the show with the biggest interview in podcasting this week, our man, Ole Miss baseball star, Ethan Leger. Ethan, our man, welcome to the show. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. What about y'all? Oh, man, we are blessed. Uh, you know, we love talking baseball and uh, Ole Miss baseball, man. Uh, our second biggest audience. So uh, it's a it's a pretty big deal to have you on. And obviously, you're an absolute stud athlete. But before we get your story, before we get into Ole Miss, um, we're going to break the ice a little bit, get to know some things about you. And these are important questions because uh, we judge you by them. We judge you strongly. So uh, don't blow this right out the gate, Ethan. Uh, right. Favorite musician or band? Little baby, hundred percent. Man, Daniel, is that music to your ears? Literally, like, like it's Morgan Wallen, Morgan Wallen, Morgan Wallen every week. Yeah. And here comes our man Ethan with Little Baby. Yeah, hundred percent. Thank you, thank you. I could, I could do some Little Baby. What's your favorite song? It's called How H O W. It's my favorite song by him. Heard that. All right, so we usually ask what the favorite movie is, but we're kind of ripping what the or not the minor, the uh, spring training was doing for asking uh, MLB players their favorite Disney movie, which kind of throws for a loop. So, Ethan, you got a favorite Disney movie? Ooh, probably uh, Toy Story. Classic, can't go wrong. Yeah. Solid answer. It's a banger. What about baseball movie? You got a favorite baseball movie? Uh. Angels now filled. Ooh, Daniel, we had that answer yet? No, not yet. Solid. I like. I like hearing new ones. All yeah. right. Favorite athlete growing up. Doesn't matter what sport it is. I obviously, know that you played a lot of them. Who, who was who was that one person that was everything to you? Derek Jeter, hundred percent. Man, I'm Daniel. He's passing the test with flying colors. Like, 
Here's what I'll say about Derek Jeter. Everything as a player and what he did, great. Big fan. But now he's becoming a little bit cheesy with this, the captain stuff and all these commercials, man. Like he, he's, he's going to ruin it for me if he don't stop playing with his grand wagon ear and his Amazon commercials and all this. I don't know that he's the biggest captain. I think the biggest captain resided in Oxford, Daniel. I'm just saying. Tim Elko. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, man, I'm just saying. Oh, but no. All right, so I got to talk to you for a minute, man. Uh, obviously, you you played basketball, so I know you got to be somewhat of a fan of it. Everybody loves March Madness. My first question is, is your bracket busted if you did one, Ethan? I didn't even do one because I you, knew it was just going to fail, so might as well just. Uh, well, man, that's that's just no fun. Well, do you have have you paid attention enough to have a team that you're, like, picking to win it all? Uh. I've heard good things about Alabama. So, <laughs> well, you've heard good things about them on the court, probably not off the court. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what 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 are the rules if you play baseball for an SEC school? Can you root for another team in the conference other than your own? I don't know. I don't know either. I well, feel Charlie like if it's, Taylor. Charlie Taylor. If it's for money, I am. I don't care what the rules are for money. That's what Charlie Taylor said um, from Tennessee. He picked Alabama, even though he goes to Tennessee because he said he's trying to win it all. So, like, I mean, he didn't. He didn't sugarcoat it at all. Yeah, I mean, they, might as well. I'm, I'm a homer. I picked Memphis to win it all, and they lost in the first round. Whatever. <laughs> Dang. Why we got to bring that up? You got the flag behind you, bro. Uh, I'm telling you, man. I'm, I'm still hey, the good news still is in mourning. The good news is you're fixing to get the Ethan story. We ain't got to talk about it. <laughs> good, because I, I, I don't even want to. If I get on that tangent, I've been on that tangent for two days now, Ethan, and I just don't want to get over it. I need something to take my mind off of it. So glad you're here. I'm glad we're able to do this. But with every good story, we got to start from the beginning. So talk to me a little bit about where where are you from? I'm from Abbeville, Louisiana, just like 20 minutes south of Lafayette. Abbeville, Louisiana. Abbeville, ABB. Abbeville, Louisiana. So what is the most – or what's your favorite thing to do in Abbeville, Louisiana? (laughs) There's really not a lot, but I guess chill with the fam. There you go. Eat a lot, that's for sure. Hey, I I feel like – Anywhere in Louisiana, despite how big or how little the place is, if you always go to the food answer, like you're gonna win. Like, yeah, you know, I've never been anywhere in Louisiana where I haven't had a good meal. So yeah, it's unbeatable. It's unreal. That I mean, sure. Daniel, all I'm doing this week is absolutely grinding so I can lose ten pounds so I can turn around and put it back on at the LSU <laughs> Arkansas series. I'm just telling you. I mean. You- you're wasting your time. You're just trying to like. No, because I could just hold. like get big. You're trying to hold serve is what, what you're doing. Exactly. I, I feel you. So, Ethan, obviously growing up, you know, little little town, Um, you got mom and dad in the picture. Yes. You got two sisters from what I, what I can tell. Yes, correct. What's the age difference between you and you and your sisters? So. One of my sisters, my older sister just got married. She's 23, and my younger sister's 14. Gotcha. So what's that like? Obviously, you're 
smack dab in the middle. Is that is yes, that word? So you're you're in the middle. Obviously, you're the only boy. What is that like growing up, having a younger si- sister that's kind of looking up to you, but then you're kind of looking up to the older sibling. But then again, like you may be on a completely different track because you're doing sports and they may not necessarily do the same sports as you. So what, what's that like growing up? Yeah. I mean, so like on my mom's side, my nanny had four girls. So more girls, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, on my dad's side, I'm really close with my two cousins. They're, they're actually two guys and we played football, baseball, basketball together in high school and growing up and stuff. So, uh, I'd say I hung out, hung out with the boys more gotcha. than the girls, but uh, I'm with the girls all the time because, I mean, we're next-door neighbors, so. So when when you are growing up, though, in the house, is it competitive or you you kind of just do your own thing and they do their own thing? Yeah, they, we, just or, do, we just do our own thing pretty much. They're not, they're not talking smack to you? No, <laughs> oh, no. Man. I know I'd beat them in anything. I mean, I bet I bet your cousins though are, are a little bit different. I bet it gets I bet yeah. it can get heated outside playing pickup basketball. Yeah. I mean, growing up we definitely did that for sure. Play basketball, football, everything. Yeah. So so you mentioned that obviously you did play multiple sports growing up. I know once you got to high school or even maybe before then you were playing football, basketball, baseball. You know, you got a lot of accolades, but at what age did you start playing those sports football i started playing in fifth grade basketball i started playing when i was really young probably the same year as baseball i'd probably say and you carried this all the way to high school where did you go to high school vermilion catholic high school vermilion catholic high school yeah right so what's you know I'm interested because I don't know if we've had anybody. We've had like some private school, but maybe not like a, a small Catholic school. So what's the competition like in, in this small Catholic league? Are you playing other teams outside of just Catholic schools or is it strictly just Catholic school baseball? Yeah, uh, I'd say football and baseball are different because, I mean, football, the teams are going to be obviously a lot bigger and uh I'd say we played smaller teams in football, but baseball, uh, we would play, we would go bigger, you know, maybe the 5A, 4A, like maybe four games a year, nothing too crazy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we'd want to beat those teams bad, you know? Well, I mean, it, it seems like, you know, and I'm going to read these out to you, man. It seems like it didn't matter. Whoever showed up, you were going to ball because as a senior, you recorded a 432 batting average. You had six home runs. You were named the District 7-1A MVP. You were selected for the first team all-district, all-parish, and all-state. During football season, you broke the school record. Well, you shattered the school record with 1,566 receiving yards. You racked up numerous awards as well as including first team all-district, all-parish, all-academia, all-state in basketball, and finished with 1,071 career points as a senior. You read Registered your first team all district and all parish honors. Dude, like that's unbelievable. When I like, what does it mean? Like when somebody reads that stuff off to you, to you, was that a big deal? Like hearing like how successful you were, or is that just like, eh, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, I for, I kind of forgot about all that stuff, but a long time ago, I feel like. But, uh, yeah, I mean, football, I wanted to – I mean, I want to be the best at everything. You know what I'm saying? I'm really competitive. And, uh, yeah, I think I did pretty well. So oh, Obviously, I mean, you, you're <laughs> killing it. I got to ask, though, man, out of all of those accolades, you know, I, I hone in on the hoop, the hoop ones. Can you still hoop a little bit? Yeah, I can hoop. You can still yeah. hoop? For sure. You really mean that, or do you just like, yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. No, I can actually hoop. He's only asking because we've had some baseball players who've claimed, and then we've had their teammates come on and say they're absolute trash. So he's just trying to verify. No, yeah, I I can hoop. I mean, I I feel like with a thousand, over a thousand career points in basketball, like you, like, I don't think you're going to lose it. I think you still got it. So I, I, I believe you. I'll trust you. It's, it's something that's probably going to stay for a while, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's uh, – what, what, are you a shooter? Are you a, a, a body guy posting think, up, folks? What, what, what? I think, like, my freshman and sophomore year, if I can remember, I was probably more of a shooter because I was smaller. And then I hit my growth spurt probably my junior year, summer. And then I started to be, like, more of a drive guy, passing dish, stuff like that. Can can you dunk it? I think I dunked one time in warm-ups, like clean. <laughs> <laughs> that one time. Yeah. yeah I, I won't ever forget that one for sure. <laughs> no, never. I mean, if you get up there and dunk it. I remember I dunked a baseball one time and I thought I was somebody. <laughs> I could never like palm the basketball. So I like Yes. Yeah, so I felt I, I've gotten hung like double digit times and it's embarrassing every time. <laughs> I I know what I know what 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 my what I'm good at on the basketball court. That's defense and drawing fouls and shooting free throws. Outside <laughs> outside of that, I'm I'm just whatever. Unless unless you're in the swimming pool and we're we're playing horse because I'm lights Ooh. out. I am lights out. E- in the pool. Ethan, let me tell you something. I went to this man's house and he said he's gonna play in horse in his pool. So I sat in that pool, got every angle, took every shot, got this down. And then he comes out there, he says, you ready? Anyway, and so he takes his first shot from outside the swimming pool. So the <laughs> He never actually stepped in the pool. And so all, man, all this range and everything I had then got ready. And he said, I never said I was going to be in the pool. And yeah. so anyway, I got ran right out of his court. Left left hand, right hand, behind the back, without oh, yeah. looking, you you name it. I, I don't miss. I don't miss. <laughs> In the pool, huh? Yeah. That's, that's well, no, about he it, ain't though. in the pool. That's the problem. The goal is in the pool. He's still outside the pool. So let's uh let's talk. All right. So you know, you played multiple sports. You obviously your your trajectory now as a baseball player. Mm-hmm. Uh whether what what was was there a benefit to playing multiple sports? Uh, did it allow for like a like a mental break or a physical break from each one of those uh, by doing that? Or do you feel like you were hindered or held back because you played multiple sports? No, I think it has something to do with it for sure. Uh, big toughness side from, I guess, football, you know, uh, getting hit all the time. And, uh, yeah, it takes a lot of toughness to play this baseball, you know. Uh, m- a lot of it's mental, obviously, but the physical side of it is just got to be tough, you know. Play yeah. Level. 
I think it, mentally, though, you know, when you play multiple sports, there's a different mental challenge that each sport brings. Mm -hmm. um, you know, baseball is a game of failure. Um, football is more of a game of success. And then, you know, power and just, you know, you beating the other person. Yeah. Um, you know, in basketball, somewhat of the same, but it's more of a team team dynamic in, in a sense that there's a smaller group of individuals that are working together to have to win or lose. So, yeah. um, you know, I could see the benefit of, of specializing in one sport, but I also do see the benefit. And we've had many guys come on here and just talk about really the, the mental before they understood what mental health was, they now do, but they realize that taking a break, you know, during certain seasons gave them a chance to recharge and refresh their brain because they were moving on to something different, a different yeah. school of thought. So, yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Obviously baseball is your sport. That's the one that you're best at, but which of those three is your favorite sport? Baseball. Baseball for sure. Yeah. yeah we've had guys on here, man. We've, we've asked and, and, talked about that specific question and some guys are like yeah baseball is the one that i'm best at but nothing beats like being on a football field on a friday night or a saturday night under the lights it's just something about it like yeah those were some of my favorite times mm -hmm. um you know and and i I'll, i think i i fit in with that my football team wasn't that great in high school <laughs> um but some of my favorite times in athletics we're on that football field you know despite no. how good or bad we played um, yeah so at what point during your baseball career do you realize man i got something a little bit different here than some other cats like maybe i can take this to the next level yeah um i'll probably say my senior year because i mean i was probably gonna go play football out of high school uh but some coaches stopped, stopped me and said, like, look, you can really do this at the next level. And uh, they really believed in me and thought I should go play baseball at the next level. And uh, they told me I, I had the potential to go play pro ball, and I, that's what I want to do. I want to be, I want to be a professional athlete. And, was, uh, it, was there any thought, like, no, screw you guys. Like, I, I'm going to play both. Like, no. I'm good enough to play both. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd been good enough to play college football, especially if I mean I was a receiver. I don't know if I'd been able to play receiver at the next level, but maybe a little DB or something. Hey, you never know. You never know. Modify the game a little bit. Switch over. Switch positions. I mean, you're yeah. you're an athlete. I've seen you. You you, yeah. you can play a little bit. Um. So inevitably, you choose Nichols. Um. What was it about Nichols that you were like, man? I I I'm gonna start here. This is where I'm gonna go. Uh, so one of my high school coaches, Jordan McCoy, played there, and he knew the coaches pretty well. And uh, they were actually the first school to even look at me. Uh, out of high school, so I mean, they they bet on me. They offered me a preferred walk on, and I was like, on top of the world. I mean, I'm about to go play Division One ball. Uh, didn't really know anything about it. Uh, took a visit. It was pretty cool. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to commit. And, uh, yeah, that's how it worked out. So you, was there anything about being a 
preferred walk on where you were like, I don't know, man. But yeah, me, I, me... I, put a, I put a little chip on my shoulder uh, just because they were telling me like, um, yeah, you, 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 we see potential in you and we really think you can get a scholarship by maybe next year. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm going to bet on myself for this and try to earn that. So, all right, so then what happens next? Obviously, you're trying to earn a scholarship, but then this thing called COVID yeah. comes into effect. Like, then what? Like, wh what was the next step for you? Was it ever to stay there, or was it immediately, I got to get out of here, or what, what happened? Uh, I think it was more of I, I should probably get out of here because in my mind, I think Juco would be the best thing for me because I needed to mature a little bit physically and mentally. So, uh, yeah, Juco would be the best thing for me. So despite choosing, you know, you know, knowing I got to get out of here, you did play a little bit. How did that season go? Um, despite it being cut short where you do you think you were on track or you think you were developing um or you were just kind of a stagnant due to the circumstances i think i was developing uh i was playing a little bit i wasn't really i didn't really start all the games i may i might have might have started four games honestly and uh yeah i felt like i was developing for sure yeah so we had uh, Braden Jobert as a guest on uh, one of my favorite players. Obviously, you see the the poster behind me. But, uh, you know, interesting thing that y'all went from Nichols to Delgado. Was that something that just happened to be coincidental, or is that something that happened to be together? Together. Uh, so me and him got really close at Nichols. And uh, he mentioned Delgado to me, and I was like, I mean, dude, I mean, I don't have a place to go. And he was like, Coach Joe's the best. Like, he knows what he's talking about. He's going to get you right. And I, man, I trusted Braden. I trusted Braden's dad, Mr. Jacques, because Mr. Jacques went there. And he said he was just telling me about all of it and told me to call Coach Joe and ask me for a spot on the team, and it all worked out. Yeah, Jock is my dude. Uh, we had fun uh, last weekend. We're going to have fun again this weekend. That's a, that's a good family. So, definitely – Definitely good to get info from those guys. But, you know, y'all go there, y'all play together. For you personally, you did two seasons uh, there, hit 399 with 50 runs scored, 36 RBIs, and 15 doubles in 2022. Named uh, Division NJCAA All-American, hit 397 in 47 games during Delgado's 2021 season, including 58 hits, 15 doubles, and 41 RBIs. So a lot of ex you know, a lot of success. And you talk about the JUCO route and we have seen so many guys that have done exactly what you and Braden have done. Um, going to the JUCO route, kind of, um, I don't want to say reinventing self yourself, but having a lot of success and then moving yourself up to that bigger school. And a lot of guys, you know, and I hope this happens for you, even getting drafted. And it's, and it's a, it's a wild thing because, you know, people, think this they they label juco as as if that's where people who aren't good at baseball play and that's actually where you find your some of your best talent some of your biggest grinders so for you you know talk to me about the benefits of going to the juco route and having such success yeah uh 
so I get there and I mean I didn't really know what to expect like talent wise or anything but I really gained a lot of confidence when I went to JUCO um like I would say that my freshman year I I could not be playing in front of 10,000 people uh so I think JUCO really helped me gain my confidence in that mature mature a little bit and yeah and got me here so can't complain how much uh how much success did y'all have as a team when I just think about you two guys alone um uh, I don't know for the rest of the team but you know how much success did y'all have as a team oh we were really good uh we could really hit I'd say we averaged probably 11 12 hits a game like we raked and uh we didn't quite make it to Grand Junction but we had to go up to Oklahoma and play two really good teams and they just beat us bad <laughs> and uh yeah we fell short but oh well yeah no doubt but you know you played good enough to get drafted by the Milwaukee Brewers in the 16th round of the 2022 MLB draft but chose to transfer to Ole Miss so let's talk about the the draft part first was there any consideration of going at all yeah yeah I think so yeah and so when you decide to choose Ole Miss, obviously I'm assuming that they weren't the only ones, especially with the stat lines that I rolled out. So was it about that there was just all these opportunities, uh, specifically Ole Miss, who is, you know, obviously a national champion, um, and you just felt like you could go somewhere that's a prestigious program and and up you know, your, your draft status? Is, is that what this is about? Yeah. Uh, I just heard great things about this place. Uh Coaches are awesome. I talked to all of them before I came, and yes, I fell in love with the place really quick. Fell in love with Oxford. The city's awesome. Brutal honesty. Was there was there another horse in the race that you were considering? No. Uh, no. I, don't, I, mean, I don't. With those stats, there was somebody else you you were you were listening to offers. But it's all right. I I mean, I told I told my coach I wanted to come here, and he he went out his way to call Coach B and set me up here and yeah I mean this is my dream school so I was just really trying to figure out why you didn't go to LSU that's all <laughs> uh but it's all good now uh so you obviously say why Ole Miss you know you, you you talk about the coaching staff um it's a winning culture um every single season so uh there's great place to be but with that man you come in this freshman year defending national champions you're taking over at third base, which was held down by Justin Bench, who was just a model of consistency. So when you come to a program like this that just came off winning a championship, replacing a guy who was, you know, good like that, like, is there pressure or is there excitement? I, I'd say more excitement. Uh, I can't say pressure because, I mean, we want to we wanna win our own ring, you know. Uh, like that team last year was amazing. The run they had at the end was – unbelievable but I mean this year we I love our squad like we're all really close to each other and uh yeah I believe we we have a good shot of doing it again yeah I like to uh quote what Tony Vitello came on this show and said uh Daniel knows it like he he was talking about each team creates their own identity even if some of the faces are familiar 
um, each year, year to year, it's a different identity. It's a new team. It's, a, you know, obviously it's Ole Miss culture. And, and so that's what you're talking about. You know, y'all are creating your own team and your own identity, even though, you know, it's a winning tradition. It's a winning culture. It's Coach B's team still and everything. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're trying, talking about. You know, you're excited to start something new, to start your chapter there. Um, so to start the season, obviously little struggles batting at the plate, you know, batting 217 to start the season for a guy who's traditionally, you know, batting 400 at basically every stop beforehand. So, you know, talk to me about what, what adjustments you, you know, need to make at the plate. What, what's going, what's going on with you, Ethan? Uh, right now, I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm just playing my game. Uh, I'm having good at bats. I'm barreling up balls. Uh, sometimes it's not going to go my way, you know, and it's a hard pill to swallow, but I just want to do whatever I can for the team to win. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm struggling right now, but I think I'm overcoming it. Just, I just know I have the confidence and I don't know what hitter I am. And, uh, yeah, hopefully I, hopefully I start doing good, man. Yeah, no, uh, and I didn't ask that, uh, you know, in a way of, like, trying to come down on you. I'm just trying to see, gauge where you're at, and, and you said the right answer. You're just going to keep barreling up balls. Um, you know, a lot of guys, you know, especially when you move up to that level, struggle a little bit, got to find their feet, um, and, and I expect you fully to do that. But let's talk about some of your big games. You know, obviously, um, you had a big game against Delaware on the opening Sunday. Against you had one against Minnesota. You had one in the game against Purdue to close the series. So not everything's been rough, man. You've had some really big games. Talk to me about uh, playing in front of that crowd at Swayze, and especially uh, you know having success as a team and individually. Uh, yeah, I mean playing in front of Swayze is amazing. Like it's everything I dreamed of, and uh, I love it. You know it's. 10,000 people behind your back. They want you to do good. And uh, when you do good, they get really hyped, which I love. <laughs> like everybody stands up on their feet, yells, and you, you just feel that momentum, and it's awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it, and I'm telling you, you haven't even begun to see it because it's been too damn cold. When when it actually gets warm and people are more excited because, you know, people wrapped up in blankets watching baseball isn't the most ideal setting. But once it once it gets warmer and and you talking about that ten thousand, they're gonna start getting even more electric. Uh, hopefully, uh, I think the weather. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not a weatherman, but I think it's supposed to be back up warmer this weekend for for y'all being at home. So hopefully, you get that crowd electric. Um, you know, talk to me about how much fun Swayze showers are because I honestly, as as a guy who's not an Ole Miss fan, who's an LSU fan find the Swayze showers fascinating one of the best things in baseball yeah it's it's 100% iconic man it's I mean I saw that before I came I, I've known about it all growing up and it's definitely something I've always wanted to see and now that I'm playing in front of everybody it's just surreal man I love it so you know diving into last weekend obviously Vandy you know kind of punched y'all in the mouth do you feel like I personally feel as somebody who, you know, follows college baseball, I felt like it's not necessarily the worst thing in the world because y'all were ranked so high and this, you know, everybody's kind of putting y'all on this pedestal. And I feel like, you know, because Mike Tyson always says it's all fun against you, you punch in the mouth. I felt like y'all needed that kind of wake up call to realize 
SEC plays here and you're not necessarily the top dog anymore, you're going to have to come out and earn it. you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. I mean, we went up there. We had a lot of confidence. I mean, we lost – tough loss against Jacksonville State. Like, I mean, that those are going to happen. But went up to Vandy. I mean, they, they beat us pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. And uh, definitely a wake-up call, like you said. And uh, but I believe we're gonna we're gonna shake back quick. We're we're such a good team, man, and uh, I believe we have a lot of good things coming towards us. Well, we need you to shake back quick because we have a rule on this show. Um, we don't interview Vandy players and we don't interview Florida players because we don't like either school at all. All three of us host, and so it just didn't go well against Vandy. And Florida's on deck, so a chance for immediate redemption, Ethan, with them coming to y'all's house. So we need you to take care of the Gators. Um, as a matter of fact, I know y'all are going to take care of the Gators. I, I, lo- I look forward to it. And so hopefully everything goes well and and you bounce back. You know, my question for you, obviously, you know, we've had G. Wood on the show. I know, uh, you know, Chatagne has been there for a while, y'all, you know, and then yourself even as a veteran leader, even though you're newer to the team, you know, what are y'all saying to make sure that guys stay focused know that last weekend is the past and this weekend is and not even this weekend but you know starting tomorrow it's a new week and it's a new ball game yeah uh we really got together as a team i mean today we had we had to run at practice but like cuz we were messing up something in bunt d but uh i feel like it's all going to it's all going to be good uh we got good leaders on the team everybody's just everybody's confident enough in ourselves and uh yeah i believe we're gonna be just fine uh new yeah like you said new week got to move on from the past uh even if we won last weekend still got to move on next games you know yeah absolutely well i'm gonna tell you why you're definitely gonna win i believe in the end off the bench effect daniel does stats don't lie and i'll give you the evidence that you need ethan Our guest last week was one Dylan Leach from Missouri Baseball, our first Missouri Baseball guest. What did they do? They just whipped Tennessee's ass. So so I'm just telling you, man, like, it's going to work out. Y'all are going to turn the ship around. As a matter of fact, I feel feel a bomb coming from you, the Swayze showers. Like, it's it's all going to be good. It's going to bounce back this week, Ethan. Um, But you know what? With that, I'm going to let Daniel play a game with you. You're off the hot seat talking about baseball, but best of luck to y'all the rest of the season, but especially starting tomorrow. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right, Ethan. It's it's time, dude. It's time to play a game that we play with every guest. Okay. All right. It's called This or That, and tonight's This or That is brought to you by C4, the original explosive pre-workout, only Mm -hmm. because it's on my cup. That's a cheap plug for C4. Go out, get you some, plenty of flavors. You, you couldn't plug our real sponsors. You had to plug some random cup. Um, you can plug where where your seat where your seeds at. You ain't got you ain't got the, Chinook the, Cedary. The the Bell Smith. If you need a bell, obviously <laughs> Ethan doesn't need a bell. Um, but oh, if so of all plugs, you go Mississippi State. You're really uh, now you're really going backwards. And. Chinook Cedary, if you want the best seeds, if you want the seeds that Team USA is going to be chomping on, go on over to Chinook Cedary, get my personal favorite, the dill pickle. Go ahead, get you some, chomp them down. I mean, eat the whole seed. I don't care. I don't know if you're one of those people, Ethan, that eats a whole seed, but there are people like that out there. 
No, that's not me for sure. <laughs> no, no, that it's it's a strange thing, but but, but he's from Louisiana do. where he probably eats everything, so don't let him lie to you. <laughs> not true. So all right, Ethan, let's get into this, man. This or that's really easy. I'm gonna give you two options. You choose one option or the other. You just can't say both and you can't say neither. Okay. All right, be decisive now. Uh, all right, first question. Would you rather be able to teleport or would you rather be able to use a time machine? A time machine. Where would you go? Time machine. Where where, where? I would want to go to New York in like the 1920s. Oh, okay. 1920s. I like that. Not too bad. Somebody said 1920s not too long ago. Who was that? They didn't give a city. I like that he went exact yeah. location and everything. He, yeah. yeah, exact spot. All right, better food. And I don't even know why this is a question. Better food, New Orleans or Oxford? <laughs> New Orleans. I know why it's a question because I just wanted to throw shade. <laughs> I mean, what is Oxford known for as far as the, the culinary hey, well, game? Wait, no, nah, man. There's some good restaurants in Oxford. I know, so I'm going to be real on that. Yeah. They got good food here. But, I mean, New Orleans is just different level. I know. I just That that was my way of getting my Louisiana shade in. I had to do that. So, if you could only pick one mode of transportation, and it was between a giraffe or a donkey, which one would you pick? giraffe probably why would you go giraffe i feel like because i can see more oh true how I you feel getting like... up there how you getting up there that's i just let's put on you know oh no man <laughs> hey well I mean, he did he, he did say dunk once yeah once i remember that thing too so i mean i feel like the giraffe is the sexy pick and it's like Hey, everybody, look at me. Look how badass I am. I got this giraffe. <laughs> but, like, the donkey, I feel like, is, like, the most practical, reasonable, like, mode of transportation. I think they're, like, built to, like, carry and, and, and just hold stuff. Mm -hmm. Maybe not the fastest, but I think probably the most practical. All right. Would you rather be the strongest person in the world or would you rather be able to fly? Fly. 100%. Yeah, I think so too. Jim, Jim always wants to be the strongest dude. He hey, wants to I not finally just had lift. somebody pick it, and it was the girl. Yeah, Jim doesn't want to lift heavy weights. He wants to lift all the weights. But I think I'd rather be able to fly. Yeah, just knowing that I could bypass traffic and right get somewhere a lot faster. That's that's it's, what I'm about. It's all right, that's I'll never I'm be about. alone now, Daniel, because we had a guest go strongest, and like I said, hey. it was the gymnast. There you go. All right. When it comes to uniforms, if you could only pick one, would you rather pick your pinstripes or your powder blues? Powder blues. Yeah, I don't know. Pinstripes are a classic look if you're going for that Derek Jeter effect. Right. But you're you're wanting to be badass. Like you're wanting to put on them powder blues and, and do something. See, everybody has everybody has pinstripes. I feel like. Well, every everybody starting. There's like four teams in the last two years that have created some variation of the powder blues. There's everybody trying to be like Ole Miss, uh, but you know they say the sincerest form of uh, flattery is imitation. So, 
It's the best uniform in baseball, in my opinion. It it won it did it won our uh, voting. What was that like two years ago, Daniel? Yeah, uh, it was. It, it was. I don't even think it was that close. I thought. No, nah, it thought was going to be close. Smoky Grays from Tennessee and the Mississippi State Sunday Blacks finished second and third. And it, like you said, there was a huge gap. I thought it was going to be super close, but it was not. <laughs> All right, bucket list items. If you could pick. If you could only pick one, would you rather pick a bucket list concert or a bucket list sporting event? Hmm. Mm. Bucket list concert. Ooh. Who's in concert? Is it Lil Baby? I would love to go to a Lil Baby concert. Uh, is, the, is that the bucket list? Or like if anybody... That's the one. That's fine if it is. I'm just. I would love to go to a Drake concert. Okay. See, I got it though, Daniel. He's gonna see Drake and Lil Baby together in New York. There it is. In the twenties. In the twenties. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that'd be something. I wonder what they would look like in the twenties. Be strange. All right. Would you? All right, Kemp Alderman. Mm-hmm. Over or under 25 bombs this year? That's what I said. It took me a minute to read this question because I was like, 25. Geez. Well, the the four previous uh guests that we used that question for, all their teammates picked over. So we're just gonna see if Ethan believes in his teammate. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna go over. This do you this, that dude do you has think- power, man. Do you, but but do you think Kemp would be mad? Would he be offended if you're like, no nah, man, he's gonna he's just gonna he's gonna hit the wall a couple of times. He's he's not gonna hit twenty five. He's gonna hit a high average. He definitely get gonna... a, he would definitely get offended. <laughs> Look, hey Daniel, I don't know if you saw it the other day, Ethan. Man, Twitter is like, Twitter is is special, and uh and people will say things that is outlandish. And the other day, Daniel, look, was... hold, hold on, hold on. Now, Ethan, don't let this do for you because he'll do the same stuff. He'll get on there. It's and all he'll retaliation. Say some stuff too. But, but it's all retaliation. And this lady said, don't don't listen to this guy. Kemp Alderman said his show sucks. And I was like, what? And I was like, damn, half his team been on my show, but Kemp said my show sucks or whatever. Anyway, I asked G what I said, did Kemp say my show sucks? He goes, man, I don't know who that lady is. Anyway, folks just say random stuff, Daniel. Yeah. Twitter's crazy. Good, good for her, man. Good for, good for her. That made her feel good, man. If that's what she needed to get through the day, then go ahead. All right. Would you rather be attacked by a grizzly bear or a tiger? Now, let me let me add some context to this. So this is you're not gonna survive either, but if you thought that you had a chance to, which one are you gonna pick? The grizzly bear or the tiger? Um, I would probably think tiger. Why do you think tiger? Because a bear can like grab you and just eat you, I guess. I don't know. But a tiger just has his mouth. Daniel, I got, I got some new way in, even though the tiger was always Manzer. I don't know if you saw, I or I sent them to you. I sent you the pictures from, uh, 
in North Carolina, the tiger that was at the zoo. And we talk about them at night, Daniel, but this one was wide awake during the day, jumping from rock to rock effortlessly, which just told me I would never get away. And oh, so right. I, I don't want no piece of that cat. Look, I, I'm going to take the animal that spends 25% of his time hibernating. All right. I'm also not going to pick the one that hunts at night when I can't see as well. So, you know, that's that's my rationalization. Well, we're losing but, any of them. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not going to matter, Ethan. You could have you could have picked bear. You could have picked tiger. It's, it's just a matter of how long can you not die for? Because <laughs> it's, it's inevitable. Um, this is the last question, man. This is this is a big one. Uh, one we ask all of our guests. Would you rather betray your best friend or would you rather go to jail for five years for a crime you didn't commit? Betray your best friend or go to jail for five years? Wow. That's a tough one, man. You know, originally it was 10 years, but we've shortened it to five because it 10 is a long time, but five makes you think I'm, a little bit. I'm still a long time. Like, oh, <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, like betraying as in like. How like big the, the ultimate betrayal. Like, like you're the knife no, in their back, man. No turning back. Like you're, you're not going to be friends again. Just oh my not. God. Damn. I want, I want you to think about your best friend, whoever that I, might be, not being friends with him or her anymore and like there's no way to make amends i'm gonna have to go to jail i guess yeah see that's that's just crazy to me that's the wrong answer <laughs> i ain't, i ain't going i ain't going to jail i mean oh that's my boys man that's Jim's my boy jim jim is my boy and I, I ain't spending five years five months five weeks five days five minutes I ain't even going in the parking lot, Ethan. That's that gel ain't for me. Yeah, me either. Five years. Okay, five years is a very long time. It is. Like I ain't. If you if you came out, you wouldn't be the same. And it just, <laughs> I'd rather just not have my best friend and just be done with it. Yeah. Easy. Yes, that's an easy answer. I know that. But, but no, no, he said the right answer. No different than picking Kemp, even if he didn't believe that. Same thing with the friend, his because if his friend listens, you know, I want to know that they just exactly. That's like, the right answer, man. I would tell my friend call right, some right to his face. I would say, "See this knife? Turn around, <laughs> take it right yeah, in." Man. I don't know. That's a tough question. It is, man. That's why. That's why we bring you on here to ask you the tough questions. I yeah. thought it was about baseball. It was just to find out if you'd betray your best friend. Yeah, I would never betray my best friend. That's for sure. All of that. First part, we're not even. That's not even the show. We're gonna edit all that out. We're. This is the only question we're gonna. We're gonna <laughs> end. I'm kidding, man. That's that's it, man. Like you're off the hot seat. No more this or that. You can carry on with your night. But before you go, Ethan, I need to know anything you want to plug or promote. No, I mean I don't have anything, really. Well, I had a feeling you were gonna say that, so I'll help you out. All if right. you want to know what Ethan is doing on a Monday night, maybe he's recording a podcast or on a Tuesday night, maybe who knows? He might be enjoying a nice taco Tuesday. Hopefully he's not in study hall. 
because I know how the moment he'll, he'll be playing. He'll be are. playing baseball on a Tuesday night. But but hopefully more than anything on Tuesday night he is taking on Arkansas Pine Bluff. If you want to see more of the Ole Miss baseball team, you can go on over to Instagram at Ole Miss BSB. You can check them out on the SEC Network at 6.30 Tuesday night. You can check them out Friday at 6.30. They're back conference play against Florida. Florida's coming coming to Oxford. It's going to be a hostile environment for the Gators. You got them 6.30 on Friday. You got them 1.30 on Saturday and another 1.30 game on Sunday. And if you just want to see Ethan just hanging out, doing his thing, going over to Instagram at Ethan Leger. Ethan, man, it's been a blast. We wish you nothing but the best. Good luck for the rest of your season. If there's anything we can do for you, man, please reach out to us. Yes, sir. Thank you all for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. That's Ethan Leger, everybody. If you like hearing Ethan's story or you just like hearing us average Joes talk X's and O's, please like and share the podcast on Facebook. Retweet us on Twitter. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Comments, ratings, feedbacks, thumbs up, hearts, love, hugs, all that good stuff. We'll take it all. And we will see everyone for a special episode tomorrow night. Jim and Mike are going at it. They're going to be talking Savannah banana, banana ball. It's uh, this phenomenon that is, is globally now, globally a thing. So you're not going to want to miss that. They're going to get into what banana ball is and be talking to most of the Savannah banana baseball players. And then the whole crew, myself, Jim, Randy, we're back Wednesday night for episode 21 where we're going to be talking Mississippi State baseball with Brooks Auger and Pico Khan. This has been the End Off the Bench podcast. As always, remember, strong body, sharp minds, grit and grind all the time. We're out.